Welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast, your number one opinion source for all things entertainment. Join host Marco Mazzola as he sounds off on the latest movies, TV, music, gaming, comic books, and more. Now, here's the man of the hour, Marco Mazzola. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Entertainment Rants Podcast. I am your host, Marco Mazzola. Today, I'm joined by both Mila... Hello. And my very good friend, Mike Bro from The Bro Show. Say hello, Mike. Yo, hello, everybody. Rock on. All right, Mike, introduce yourself a little bit. We're doing our bonus episode today. Um, we're going to do another one later, but I wanted to introduce yourself a little bit and just tell everybody who you are and your backstory a little bit. Oh, man. Okay. Well, The Bro Show originated actually way back when in my college days in the mid-90s before we had technology. Let's put it that way. And... Um, Basically, we just have a little bit of fun. The show itself is me talking about toys, talking about pop culture, talking about fun things. I also have a couple of co-hosts on there that I voice called Alf, if people remember who Alf is, and Judge Deer and Intern Deer Number 4. That's kind of the showcase of my own show. Where am I from? I worked for three major toy stores back in the day, way back in the day, KB Toys, Toys R Us, and FAO Schwartz, and somehow ended up working with Marco at one point, too, way back in the day, too. You remember that? Former life. Yeah, very former life. Um, we did something with electronics, too, way back in the day. Uh, and ever since then, let's see, Massachusetts, Ma- Philadelphia in the area now. I got married in Massachusetts in 99, still married today. I don't know why she still wants me. It's a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, She's a strong woman. She has to be, especially with the toy collection that I have amassed over the last mm-hmm. 20, 25 years. As Marco can attest to, I have been collecting for a very, very long time, so... If you need a toy, you have a toy, or you need to know something about a toy, I probably know something about it. Mike, you're definitely your guy. <laughs> we, got, last- we, we worked at Cambridge Soundworks together, and we started hanging out because of Hero Clicks. Yes. Remember, we oh were collecting God. Hero Clicks, making custom ones, and then we'd get together and play Hero, do the Hero Clicks game together. Yep. That's I how we started all really hanging. I actually yep. still have all those in those cases. Do you really in the fish I in the fishing do. tackle boxes? Yes, I do. They are in storage. They are I don't even remember storage. how many I had, how many boxes I had. I had. At least three or four, if not more, of those tackle boxes. And you did a lot of great customs too. Yeah, right, but yeah, because you know the lines were very new and uh, you know smaller then. So there was a lot of characters that were missing. And yes. I remember that was one of my few. You take a, take a couple of other characters, slice and dice, repaint, you know, glue them back together. I think I made like a custom Iceman because I hadn't had yep. an Iceman yet. Yeah, I've like, seen a few, a few done with Pops. Like yeah, that. Pops now yeah. do it. Now they do a lot of custom Pops too. Let, let's not talk about Pops. That's uh, not a big collection for oh, me, no. but I know a couple of people that are big collectors from my friends. I'm only on a little over 100. I'm a little over 100 on my Pop collection. I, I have about 20. I know somebody who has a couple hundred um you need to catch up sir you need to catch up i got no, 10 no. you got 10 no no there there Novice. are stores around here that actually have that are wall to wall to wall just pops we Literally. have a couple we have a couple in this area i wish more but there's yeah there's a couple yeah. of stores in my area too that yeah, i like to hit every once in a while much to my wife's dismay yeah. um the daily it, stop buying pops no. It, it gets dangerous because they're not too expensive for the most part unless they're like a vaulted one or anything like that. So Yeah, and, and until you start buying hundreds of them and then it, they, even at $10 a pop, it gets expensive. Mm-hmm. No comment. You know I mean? No comment. So, yeah. Yeah, um, and then you know, yeah, I have a few. I have a couple of vaulted ones. Nothing yep. expensive. I don't think I've spent over $60 for one. But even at that price, that's still, you know what I mean, can get you know pricey. But 
Yeah, I know a couple that a couple, one of my friends are looking for, and they're about two fifty each. Yes. So, yeah, I have a few on my list as well. I have a couple, so I I stick very close to the um, Big Bang Theory in the office of so the main yeah. ones I collect. I try my best not to veer too much because that is the dangerous road. You know, I have a Captain Carter. I have right. a couple of Kevin Smith's pops. I have you know a few yeah. here and there, some superheroes, some Batman, some Superman. Um, yep. But I try to stick mainly to the office and Big Bang because it is it's super dangerous because there's thousands and thousands and different you know IPs and different things you can get. Oh, it's man. very easy. Oh, I I just picked up a danger mouse because yep. my brother and i used to watch danger mouse together my brother who passed away in 2005 so it's a memory from a childhood I'm like oh i love that pop i really want that but that's the dangerous road everything can be an excuse yep. to veer off and okay now all of a sudden i'm collecting friends pops and i'm collecting you know football or what you know whatever you know so many different properties but it's so easy to to get lost in it i'm not gonna so like lie said, the ones ten dollars a piece yeah I ended up getting a Voltron one way back when, like in a classic Voltron one. I have no Transformer, actually. I'm a big Transformer fan, but I don't Which like shocks me greatly. Yeah, I'm not a big fan. G.I. Joe, do you have any of the G.I. Joe ones? I actually have uh, Storm Shadow, Snake Eyes, uh, Scarlet, and Baroness. And that's okay, so that I'm makes me feel better. You don't have Transformers, but you have a few G.I. Joe. Okay. Right. But that, the one I love cool. the most is I have a Tommy Boy holding the Callahan Brakes. Right. I've seen that one. I love that movie. <laughs> I, I can to easily pick that one up, but that's, again, down the dangerous road. Yep, exactly. You know, unless you're committed one. to basically spending your whole paycheck on pops and walling your whole house with it and possibly risking divorce, you know, you yes. you got to control it. Well, that's me and Transformers and some of the newer G.I. Joe stuff from before with the convention exclusives and things like that. That's kind of my primary collections. A little bit of Star Wars, a little bit of the pop culture Hot Wheels, yep. and any ALF I see at a toy show. Sure. Anything plush alf or whatnot. All right. So so real quick, going back to pops, because I like to ask everybody this who collects or has some pops. Keep them in the box, take them out of the box. And I think I know your answer, but I take them out of the box. I keep them in the box short of I'm doing a review or anything. What I really love about pops is ninety-five percent of them are not sealed. So you right. can open it very safely, take the pop yeah. out, take your pictures, do whatever, and if you want to, you can put it back and it doesn't lose its value. Right. Unless you, yeah, the hard part is getting that tab at the top open without it bending. Ah, butter knife. Yes. You got to be super careful because when you try to pull it with your thumb, it mm-hmm. immediately creases the middle of it. So you can tell <laughs> you've opened it. Yep, you got to exactly. be very, very careful by lifting that top up to open it if you're going to do that. So I have, I have probably, I want to say, you know, 15 or so that are out of the box. Since then, I stopped opening all and they're all in the box in the plastic yep. sleeves. They have the extra protectors on them as well. I'm very nervous about that. Uh, like all my Bruce Lee ones, which again, yep. you know, I have both the Cobra Kai ones. I have a Chuck Norris. I just Cobra took a pictures of all of them. I just took pictures of the entire uh, collection because I'm doing a pop a day on my Instagram. Yep. Um, so, you know, just adding that, I just, like I said, the Danger Mouse, the Captain Carter, my half of my Bob Ross are in the box and half of them are out. <laughs> and it's like now that I keep them in the box, I kind of regret the ones that I took out. No, not necessarily. Depends and I don't on the have box the boxes initially. anymore. Oh, I don't have the boxes the anymore. Boxes. Oh. When I collected those, I was like, ah, I'm never going to resell these. I just want a couple. These are fun. I'm not going to collect a lot right. of them. That's fine. A couple of Batman. Here. And now 100 and whatever it is later, <laughs> you know, and then most of them in the box. I'm like, ah, crap. I probably should have kept those in the box. Like <laughs> my Michael Scott, my original Michael Scott from The Office is out, right? Uh, oh, my man. Dwight is the elf is out. Most of the rest, I have like my Clark Griswold and my cousin Eddie, like they're out of the box. Oh, so, that's you beautiful. Know, I think, 
Yeah, but my, like I got the new Grinch. I think I got the flocked version, so he's in the box. You know what I mean? Yep. My Bob Ross flocked is in the box. The, the the Bob Ross that is white that you can paint yourself kept it in the box. Hold on, you wait a second. I, mean? I got to ask. Bob Ross flocked. Is it his hair that's flocked? Yeah, the that's hair is hilarious. flocked. It that's is hilarious. fantastic. <laughs> yeah, it's one of my favorites, and he's definitely bugs. I have all the newer Bang, the last two series of Big Bang theories, the ones yep. with the, co- the Halloween costumes, and this the newer set. Um, and then you know, my wife, I you know, I bought some for my wife. She loves Golden Girls. So I have both Golden Girls sets, yes. the original and the ones with the bowling. We have we have those, uh, and she loves Deadpool, so I got her a Deadpool one. Uh, but oh obviously, the rest are, are mine. But she loves her. She loves her Golden Girls and she loves uh, she loves Deadpool. What's that? Oh, there you go. You get the pins. I love Dead. Yes. I love Golden Girls, Deadpool, all of that. Um, the one I'm on the hunt for now is the Alligator Loki because I yes. gotta have that. I have a little. They already news made a pop of Alligator Loki. Oh, immediately. Before, oh. Yeah, yeah, as soon as the episode aired, they. they, I'm, they I'm really it. not shocked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, and like I all the what if ones already started to be released. Even the ones on oh, like, yeah, future yeah, yeah, episodes. I have like a couple the, uh, of those. Yeah, I have the well. The only one I have is the Captain Carter because again, yep. I could go the whole entire series. I was looking at the uh, Sorcerer Supreme, right? I was looking at that one. I'm like, yep. ah, I could do that one, but then like I'm now down the dangerous road of getting all the what if ones. You yep. know what I mean? Mm. I've got the GameStop one for Captain Carter for myself and Alligator Loki. I actually just called today. It's a hot topic exclusive. Yeah, and they sold out immediately on their website about a week and yep. a half ago. Yep. They're hitting California stores now. I actually talked to a store today. And in the next couple of weeks, they'll be hitting the East Coast. Right. So what it you do. It's amazing how fast they sell. I mean, it's ridiculous. If you want one, find your local Hot Topic on Instagram. And they'll yep. usually post that night before it hits the store shelves the next day. Yeah. Because they can't hold anything. So that's no, what exactly. and they, and they can't get it, they can't keep them in stock long enough. It, it's insane. No. It's the specials and exclusive ones are crazy. And you know, the ones that are on the the Funko website, the exclusive ones to them, it gets a little frustrating because I know mm-hmm. that like, you know, the bots go in and basically they buy up everything like instantaneously. Before you get the email to yep. say they're available now on the website, you go to the website, they're already sold out. They're gone. Exactly. They're gone. And you it's have to not, be refreshing the page constantly. Yeah. That's the and, bane of collecting. And it's also the, the eBayers and whatnot that are buying 2030, even though they're not supposed to. They right. They get around right. it. And so they buy a whole bunch of them and just resell them on eBay. Sons of biscuits. They, they really are. <laughs> they really are. So that's, yeah. that's and we'll, really we'll talk right. more about pop in another episode, um, yep. you know, because it's one of my favorite topics. But, you know, like we're already here. We're here. We're already we're here. here. We've already gotten to have like uh, three quarters of that podcast. We're down the road. Done. We're really oh. down the road. Um, but anyway, so we were focusing, supposed to be focusing this episode on what if and the newest episode. Namil and I have already done uh, two episodes on the first two. But Mike, give me your overall take on what if so far since you so, haven't really done it. I'll, tell you, I'll say this. So far from the first three episodes kind of piecing it all together, it seems like every episode is its own individual thing. However, I think there's some kind of interconnected story we're not seeing yet. Yes, and I've seen some grumblings on that on the net. Yeah, like because on the web, one of the, the trailers, if you will. Yeah, one of the trailers shows more of the characters together in like a uh, Avenger style circle at the end. Yeah. Not, yeah, exactly. But we haven't seen that yet. No, so we know T'Challa is going to come back at some point. We know that Captain Carter is going to show up again some point, meeting with Doctor right. Strange. Which version of Doctor Strange or anything like that? Like, right. what's going on with all of that? However, each episode, I like that each one had a separate tone to them. Yep. Whereas uh, uh, Captain Carter was definitely the feel of the first Avenger, Captain America. T'Challa's yep. episode felt like uh, 
Black Panther, but in space. If that, yeah, yeah. which was perfect. I love the yep. fact he got Thanos turned like that. That was so. Yeah, yeah was, we talked about that, that last was really, week. That was, <laughs> that was your that was favorite part, Mila. Yeah, that I love that. I was like, what? What? Like, Wait a second. He's like, he's like a big teddy bear, and I love the fact that ninety percent of the voice cast is, is the actual actor itself. Short of something, I would want more, man. but you know, beggars can't be choosers. But exactly. yes, I, I definitely like. I really appreciate the ones that have come back to do it. And, yeah. and let's be honest, Captain Carter could break poor Steve Rogers in in that what if yeah. version. I'm oh, sorry. Absolutely. She she would break him, and this yeah. next one, oh my god, it was great. Like, yes, I, I was I was shocked at how things happened each step of the way. Yeah, so let's and, talk yeah. about it. We we yeah. spoiled the hell out of it. So obviously in these bonus episodes. So if you haven't watched the episode three of What If, stop the podcast, come back, you know, watch the what, go watch the What If episode three, and then come back and listen to the rest. Yeah. So let let's yeah. spoil the hell out of this Woo-hoo. episode three for let's. What If. <laughs> So let's give her. So, uh, Mike, you started and give us your overall take. I'll go to Mila, then I'll wrap up. All with right. Mine. I love the fact that we start out basically at the first events of Iron Man 2, right towards the beginning there, where he's in the donut and all that. It's yep. almost shot for shot. And then she Randy's goes donuts, to yeah. puncture him with the uh, thing to actually save him. And no, he just, there goes Iron Man. He's dead. He just kills over. He's yeah. just done. I'm like, wait a second, yeah. hold on. He's not supposed to die until he does his final snap. Not now. Yeah, you shouted. You literally like shouted out loud. Like what? He yeah, did? I was like, I was like, no, yeah. my God, they just killed the Iron Man. Just yeah. there. Nothing. There wasn't even a fight. And then they did the whole thing where they made it look like it, they said Vlad Quiddle was the one that did the actual killing when we know it wasn't. And Fury right. knew that. Like I love the fact he was like, no, no, I know you didn't do it. Gave her yeah. the thing to be able to take and whatnot, and she got out on her own, very much like Captain America from the elevator. Yes. That's yeah, exactly that's, what, that's it was, exactly it was, what I was, it was thinking. A playback to the Captain America episode. In the, in the, yeah. In the and it was the yeah. same vibe in there, too. Yeah. Like, 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 like anybody <laughs> want to stop before we get started here? We need to get off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I, I love that right. whole the whole feel of her having to find everything. But I think the biggest kind of surprise was the fact that we got um, Hulk again, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk. In there. Yeah. So they switched yeah. up from Ed Norton Hulk and exactly. Bruce Banner to Mark Ruffalo. But we Ruffalo. also got Betty Ross back, which we haven't seen since The Incredible Hulk. Right. Oh, yeah. You know, and I thought that was a nice callback to bring that character back as well. Yeah. That's what I the really entire loved. scene, right? The entire yeah, scene that. just played out obviously very different with with Romanoff there, but it was the entire scene from the Incredible Hulk movie. Yeah, I was I was really surprised. Bridge. I was like, I didn't really recognize the place until I saw like the bridge, and I was like, wait a yeah, minute, this is the, the one where he turns into the Hulk and the thing, and then that yeah, happens. Yeah, and he comes busting out, kicking all the kicking all the tanks and whatever over. Yeah. Although yep. I don't remember him blowing up in the movie. Nope. <laughs> no, no, that's, that's where he dies. Like, how yep. does the Hulk die? Well, you just, you know, inflate him from the inside out like a big balloon. Goes, Done. Yeah, Pim put a, a, a one of the, the discs on him to explode to make his heart grow larger. Right. And they expanded the heart and that exploded him. And then he went. It popped like crazy. With, uh, the popping was weird. When he finally it, popped, that was strange. Because it wasn't like, and they did it very Disney-like, right? Because yeah. there was no blood and guts. It was just a big green blob. Yeah. Right. Like he's like, green, but wouldn't his inside yeah. still kind of be like. Red, red and muscle and blood. I mean, whatever. Yeah. But like, he just popped. He just popped like a big green pimple. Yeah, green, I was. I was kind of like. Green. I was like, ah, uh. because I like. I saw that. Like, I saw him blow up. I was it's, like, but it's, oh my it's gosh, Marvel. she's gonna blow up. And I was like, oh, it was kind of. But like it's Marvel a, and it's DC. So then, I mean, it's Marvel and Disney. So they're not gonna yeah. have like blood and guts. Of right. course not. But like, usually there's at least a comedic scene where it's like, oh, where it's yeah. like, they could even made it like green goo or something. <laughs> yeah. like, oh, it's gonna popped all over them. It made it nerf friendly. That's what they did. 
They totally did. Yeah, they, they made it totally nerf friendly. Um, I love the fact that we're getting these callbacks and all the what if series of different scenes from other movies. Sure, they're reimagined, and that's the whole point of it. I know, but it's just really cool to see because it's the it's the same thing that happens in a twist with a twist. Exactly. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's not so it's not a universe where it's completely different. It's just it's this, but it twists off to here. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and it's but that's the interesting part is finding where it breaks. Where does where does the where does a tangent from the original? Or if you exactly. want to call it the prime timeline. Right? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. And the fact that we had Pym kill Thor while he's just trying to grab the hammer. But it yep. wasn't Because he Pym, figured he's going to be was... recruited anyway, so get right. rid of Goldilocks anyway. But it wasn't Pym. He actually framed Hawkeye, and then he killed Hawkeye while he was in the jail yep. cell. Like, what the – seeing Hawkeye <laughs> on a table was just weird. So for anybody that might be confused, if you have if you don't know the history but you watch the show, that's Hank Pym and – in the comics, he always became Yellow Jacket. The pin particle stuff basically started to make him a little crazy. Yep. It started messing with his mental stability, and that's why he became Yellow Jacket, who was very, you know, basically mean. He was basically a bad guy, and they had to hunt him down. Yep. Oh. And that was I his Yellow Jacket. Yeah, that was his I'm Yellow very, Jacket I'm costume. Very, so, you know, even though they did it the in the original Ant-Man, it became the other guy became Yellow Jacket. In the comics, Hank Pym did for a while. Oh. He took over the Yellow. He was the Yellow Jacket, and he was a little nuts. So they had yeah. to kind of take him down. Little? So that was the callback to like him being cuckoo. Oh, wow. And that's why he started doing it. Exactly. That's really cool. And then that you they get do, that- they, it's really cool that they do like not only callbacks from like other like movies that it's like, oh, yeah, remember the Incredible Hulk happened? And you go, oh, yeah, it kind of did, didn't it? Yeah. But there's but nice then also, the comic aspect yeah. of it too. Yeah, it like combines that too. Yeah. Like there's comics. There's, there's only comic references sometimes yeah which is nice exactly. because they said that basically from what i understand is that the the movies aren't the only thing that are going to be canon because now they can make anything they want canon because it's multiverse right right so anything that's happened in any of the comics including the what if so the regular series in the comics and we know that has been offshoot a hundred times you can make that all part of canon because it's just a different universe right thank you sylvie you caused it thank you yeah thank you well sylvie. did she i i have did a she theme. I did think she, she did did, did Wanda did she do it? cause it or did Doctor Strange cause it in Spider Man? Right, right. Or did Ooh. Wanda do it with her thing? I think or it all happened Wanda at do the it? same time. Yeah, I think I that's they're all happening at the same time, so it's really busting it loose, right? Yeah, exactly. It's cracking it big time. Right? Everything's so a bit liquid. So that's now. what they say right now. There's like the trifecta of three people who might have caused the multiverse crack, you know, cracking open like that. If everything's yeah. liquidy, then it's basically the Hulk right now. That's what it is. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much exploding like Hulk. The, the universe just kind of went. And then Loki <laughs> yep. takes over in the end. Exactly. I think all there's no Avengers that. to stop him, but yeah. we have Captain Marvel and yep. we got to thaw out, you know, Captain America. What I did enjoy was the fact that it was uh, Black Widow who figured out who it was, who would the linchpin of everything was. The fact that it was yeah. Hope, the daughter. Yeah. And the, right. the change in the history was the fact that she died as a S.H.I.E.L.D. agent. And right. that's what set Hank Pym off. Like, whoa, yeah. wait a second. It wasn't even his wife being lost. Right, because Janet's was, long gone. Right. Yeah. It's the daughter dying for whatever reason. And he's like, no, if she can't be a hero, no one can be a hero. Right. And, yeah, he went a little crazy. I love the way they made a Michael Douglas animated face, like, crazy yes. old man. Yeah. 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 The little Doc Brown look, little crazy hair. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> those. And I like the fact that Michael Douglas came back to do the voice. Yeah, oh, that was cool. That well, helps. it's easy for him to do. Like he just has to sit and go, "I'm going to do the voice." Yeah. Ah! 
But some of them, right? Obviously, uh, you know, Natasha Romanoff that was not played by Scarlett Johansson. No, whether that was prior, I don't. This obviously was all recorded prior to the lawsuit, so it wasn't even had to do with that. Just probably a scheduling issue or something. Right. Um, you know, so there are some missing actors, and in some cases, it kind of takes me personally out of it just a little bit because you spent the last how many years with these people mm-hmm. doing right. their characters, so you know their voices intimately because you've heard yeah. them in so many movies. So when they're not in it, and it's but it's still kind of drawn like them, it's kind of yeah. weird. Um, yeah. some of them like, but however, I'll say Clint Hawkeye, it was Jeremy Renner, but it didn't sound like him. See, no. Jeremy I, I've Renner's watched it voice, three times yeah. and it did not, to me, that's just me. It did not sound like Jeremy Renner, but it was him. Yeah. For me, Jeremy Renner, I don't know. His voice is just not really that recognizable. It's not super time. distinguishable, but he no. has a bit of an accent. He has definitely a cadence to the way he talks yeah. right? and it just didn't sound like him at all. Yeah. He sounded like he was trying to sing his lines almost because he has a record yes. too. Which yeah, is exactly. Uh, yeah, I believe that. Yeah, that's true. That, that, that's a great way to put it. <laughs> I, I will say right? I did enjoy uh, whoever did the Captain America voice, or not Captain, uh, the Steve Rogers voice in the first episode. Yeah, that was like really a, good. That was he well sounded done. like a very good Chris Evans, but a very thin, young Chris Evans, if right. that makes sense. Yeah, no, not, absolutely it does. Yep. Absolutely. But, so, uh, so three episodes in, Yep. which one's your favorite so far? I ask this every time. And I'll keep asking every time every episode comes I, out. I, I, have, on. I have a very soft spot for uh, T'Challa as Star Lord. However, I still think my first, the first one is still my favorite one overall yeah. because I, I love that period piece of World War II with everything. Yeah, I love that Captain Carter feel like just having her as Captain Carter. The whole struggling against men keeping a woman down type stuff too, and she's yeah. like. I can just kick your butt now and just be done yeah. with it. She's like, you don't need to be here. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. She's like, you're lucky you're in the room. I yeah. absolutely <laughs> love that. Like that, oh, that right cool. there. Yeah, I want to go ahead and agree. Like I agree episode as well, one yeah. is still my favorite. Yep. And we still have how many? So it's eight altogether? Is there eight yep, or so nine? So we still have five more. So. We still have five yeah. more to go. Right? Yeah. We have the Spider-Man episode. Obviously, we have the zombie episode still to go. Oh. And obviously the big battle. I, I'm I'm kind of hoping the big battle isn't the Loki. Now we have to stop Loki from taking I would over the be, Earth. I'm going to actually be mad if it's Loki. <laughs> I mean, if we have to go to another Let's Defeat Loki episode, I'm going right. to We've already had like out. three of those as movies. I mean, at <laughs> least, right? We're trying to stop Loki from doing this crap. Yeah. I, Although, I've seen a couple of rumblings, and, and my sneaky suspicion is um, I've heard Ultron with the Infinity yeah. Stones. Yeah. So... <sighs> That yeah. would be cool, and that's why you have See all that these- car commercial. I think it's Subaru. Yes, <laughs> like and people, but I saw the web, and the people were like, "Is this part of it? Did they release shit?" I'm like, I don't think they released anything early. Wait, what? I think no. they made it's a special, like animated. It's like a Subaru, like a four star yeah. or something. Does that it that Thor is literally driving and spinning around. And he's got the hammer out the window, spinning and kicking things. <laughs> and you're like, you know, it was it was an Iron Man or something. Like they're back to back, and and the yep. Captain Carter's there, and the um, the Watcher's there doing his oh, thing. Oh wow! Like, doing yeah. some and they're talking about stuff. how great. This, so it's like this, this massive uh, fight scene, yeah. but, but Thor's in a Subaru, like literally doing donuts, <laughs> doing donuts around, swinging the hammer out the window. <laughs> like we were like, is that really part of it? I'm like, I don't think that. I think they just did special animation for the commercial. Yeah, that, that's, that's really, really part really of it. Funny. That's well, remember really when funny. they did the first three live shows, uh, Loki, um, Captain America, Winter Soldier, and uh, WandaVision? They did a commercial with each of those characters for a like Subaru or whatever too. Yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. They did. It's just it's just like it's, it's, it's their campaign. I don't think yeah. it's actually going to make it into the show. No, it's not <laughs> the show. It's just for them to make money for the show. That's all. Right. It exactly. It's just advertising the car and the show. That's all. Yep. It's it's yeah. just funny how people can be not. I'm not going to say easily tricked, but like like they get so hyped up. Like, is that real? Like, 
Okay, can no. you take a minute before you type that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And just really think about it. Like, come on, really? Have it's you ever a car seen that? And any of you, like, if you see a Subaru commercial in the mm-hmm. middle of an episode, I don't think so. Disney still has to pay the bills sometimes. Let's be yes, honest. Yes, they do. They yes, had to they pay the do. bills after being shut down last year. They had to do yeah. something. So, Lord knows the mouse doesn't have enough in the house. No, God. <laughs> I'm waiting for them to buy DC, but that's a whole other story. Oh, I'm hoping. I hope so. Here's- I would love for them to buy DC and, and get well, – we'll talk about that on the next episode when, you, when yeah. we do our movies, our DC versus Marvel. Um, but, yeah, I would love that. That would be great. That would really bring I'm, – I'm hoping that they go through with the Sony and buy Spider-Man back. Yes, you know what I mean? Like Spider-Man, that. Sony universe, separate thing. I don't mind it, but I mean I'd rather because they're it. allowing it to work, right? right. And yeah. they're, you know they're getting enough of it into the Marvel stuff. But it would be nice to be zero friction, right. zero question of yeah. yes, we can do our own, you know, uh, uh, Morbius. We can do our own, <laughs> you know, uh, Venom. We can do our own yeah. stuff and bring everything in without having to constantly check in. With right. Sony to see if this is okay, can see, we do this? Like, let's just do it. It's the same reason I'm glad they have the X Men and Fox and everything. Yeah. They have all that property back because they don't yeah. have in the Fantastic Four. So they don't have to check in. Like, we know what to do with these characters. We've obviously proven for the last how many years? We know yeah. better than any of you how to deal with these characters and make real money at it. Right. Every, not every movie is a hit out of the park. Yeah. But no. they get it, they understand their characters. For me, it's more like a, like that would make everything like so much better. It's also like this moral issue, though. I'm like, oh, but Disney owns so much already. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Must they take yeah. more? Yeah, if the government has to split them up, okay, fine. But reality <laughs> is, at the end of the day, I want the content. Yeah. So, and I want it done properly. I want it respected properly, mm-hmm. and I want to see it done properly. Yeah. I, I don't want to see X Men in black motorcycle leather. Like, I don't want to see that crap yeah. anymore. Yeah. So right. let's just let Disney own it. Let Marvel own it. It's their properties to begin with. They were, you know, they did what they had to do back in the '90s to break everything up and keep alive yep. by selling the rights to do it. Well, but okay, they have the money now. They got the Disney pocketbook where they're yep. just backing up bring trucks left, right, and center. <laughs> you know what I mean? So let's just let them own it again, so that the stuff can be done properly. Well, yeah. much like the What If series, what they could do is they could take the DC property and give it to like Miramax where they made Pulp Fiction from. Disney right. has made Pulp Fiction. Throw it in there and I know it will be taken care of still. Boom. Yeah. Your alternate universe, your What If series right there. And right. at some point – And then, and then like, someday a DC Marvel crossover. Oh, we – oh, <laughs> man. That will be Live the action, <laughs> you know. But it's true. Like I would love – and we'll talk about this more. I, I, I want a true DC stuff. But we'll talk about I that. Would, I would actually really love for DC to actually get like, you know – consistently good movies yeah mm-hmm. you know that but that's just me that's just <laughs> <laughs> all right so let's let's wrap up what if and then we'll we'll uh we'll go on to our next best no so final takeaways on the the what if episode the let number number three mike you go ahead and start uh my final takeaway is it was tough seeing those caskets <laughs> let's put it that way yes, it, it was, was tough mm-hmm. to see that but I liked how that story ended with the fact that they were brought in. Here's Captain Marvel. Boom. The beeper was used. And we're yep. going to pick up Captain America. Boom. We've yep. now started a new set of Avengers right here. And that was funny. Like, they liked the way they did that. It was clever. He wipes off Captain America's shield. And you see yep. he goes, welcome back, Captain. And the glow. And you turn, it's Captain Marvel. Even though he's right yeah. there. It looks like he's yes. talking to Captain America. Like, welcome back. We got you. You're here. We're going to thaw your ass out. Yep. And then, boom, Captain America, uh, Captain Marvel shows up right next to him. He's like, all right. Yeah. Whose ass do we need to kick? Exactly. I'm ready to go. So I was excited. I loved it. Um, I really cannot wait for the next episode. Me too. Me too. Thank God they're on Wednesdays, though. I like this middle of the week. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? That Friday. Friday's a tough one. Yep. Mila, what about you? I 
I actually, uh, something else that I liked about this episode, other than like everything we've talked about already, I actually really liked that, like, Loki was actually a competent villain this time, mm-hmm. instead of just like, you know, zapping in the middle of like New York or something and going, everybody kneel. And they yeah. go, what? Huh? No. Yeah. <laughs> and then he goes, but you're supposed to. And they go, e- no, not really, though. But when he did that originally in the first Avengers movie, he was a pawn, essentially, yeah. for yeah. Thanos and the Shatari. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and he, he never really – was, Now he's doing it yeah. on his own. He never he's really got to be his own, like, villain, big, right. bad guy taking over the world. He, like, took over may- maybe New York for a second. Right. And then it was like, okay, why? Stop him. But yeah. He was, uh, he was yeah. a pawn for someone else. Yeah. And in this, he's not. It's yeah. him taking the, over. And I that was – I was really – I was like, I was like, oh, yeah, because he actually, like, was a cool villain there. Yeah. And he was doing it for a near justifiable reason, at least from his point of view. The fact, yeah, that yeah, an Asgardian prince, like, come on, his brother. Yeah, instead of just like, you know what, I'm in the mood for conquering. It That's was right. like, hey, you killed, you killed the prince of Asgard. Prepare it's, to die. It's all exactly. true from a certain point of view. <laughs> <laughs> so my final takeaway, I, I definitely like this one. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and say I actually like this more than the Guardians of the Galaxy, the T'Challa one. Yeah. I love that one. Rest in peace, Chad McBoseman. But um, that one – and it was fun. It was different like you said. It was very you know Black Panther mixed with Guardians. So I thought that was cool and it was fun. Uh, I like this one. was definitely hit you harder. Yeah. There was more stakes obviously because they all all die. But like Captain Carter, this one felt like there was more stake in it. Whereas Mm -hmm. the T'Challa one felt like just a fun romp. Right. You know, the heist – you know what I mean? Yeah, that type of thing, yeah. which is cool. Exactly. Um, and we, you know, so Mike, I don't know if you heard That's the last bonus too. episode that we did, but you know, our biggest gripe with episode two was that the the collector gets taken out by these two dudes. Yet he's the same guy who takes out all the Avengers and Hela, yep. right? And Malakai, he's got Malakai's dagger. He's got Hela's helmet. He's done all this with his army. With and now he's in his own fortress with everybody around, yeah. and still gets taken it's like out by two two, dudes. two guys. It's like right. yeah, I know yeah. he's supposed to be like the special main character, like Black Panther. And I understand they but I mean, knock his brace a little way, but I'm sure an Avenger might have thought of that too. I'm so. like, come right. on, that was weird. That <laughs> yeah. was weird. So yeah, I'm definitely gonna say I liked episode one's my favorite. Episode two after episode three after that, then episode two yeah. in my order. But we'll yeah, we'll same. get to the final order once we've had all the episodes. And I like the yeah. fact that season two is already greenlit. They're already you know. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, oh, yeah. IMDb oh, already yeah. has the, like, they don't have any episode types, but they already know that season two is coming. Oh, nice. And I think it says nine episodes, so that's maybe where it stands right now. That'd be awesome. I cannot that's wait it. for more. Me too. Mm-hmm. All right, so that is our bonus episode for today. Uh, thank you again, Mike, for being on, and we'll, we'll chat along with you more. We're going to do another episode with you on some Marvel vs. DC stuff. So everybody look forward to that. Thank you again, Mila. No, thank you. All right. Uh, Everybody, don't forget to look for us online at entertainmentrants.com. On social media, we're at Entertainment Rants or on Twitter at Entertain Rants. Feel free to hit us up. Tell us something you want us to rant about. Uh, If you'd like to be a guest on the show to talk about something you're passionate about, definitely hit us up online. Mike, can you um, give us some of your social media? Where are you at? Where can everybody find The Bro Show? Absolutely. The Bro Show can actually be found right on YouTube at The Bro Show, um, T-H-E-B-R-E-A-U-X as an X-ray, S-H-O-W. Also, you can find me on Instagram at The Bro Show. You can find me on Twitter at The Bro Show. You can even find me on Facebook at The Bro Show as well with all of that. And I just want to throw out there a hashtag, hashtag just bro it. Do a good deed a day. It's something I stand by and encourage everyone to do. Definitely. Everybody, definitely check out The Bro Show. Uh, I've heard it. It's fun. It's awesome. Uh, funny as hell, uh, especially with the voices and everything else. It, it, you definitely you have to love Alf, though. you got to be an Alf fan. 
you're going to go check out the bro show, um, please do it, though. I appreciate it. <laughs> and, and, uh, you know, hey, check Willie, out. I tell you right now, you got to check out the bro show, but make sure you check out Entertainment Rants. They gave me some cats, and they are really tasty. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Willie. So, all right, everybody, thank you so much. If you have a chance, if you enjoyed today's episode, feel free to leave us a review, and we're going to start reading some reviews on the podcast at some point. So we'd love to hear from you guys. Oh, all right? Thank you, everybody. Let's get out there and start ranting, everybody. Bye-bye. Rock on. <laughs>